Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Penultimate Conquest. This is a special episode, one we're not used to doing. Today, we're going to be talking about the world of Bungie with Destiny 2. I am your head guardian for the evening, Eric, and I've got two, excuse me, three other wonderful guardians to talk all the world Bungie with me. First up, we have Roshan. How are you doing? Hi, I'm doing good. Very excited to talk some Destiny, for sure. Great. Always great to talk some Destiny. Next up, we have Michael Fitzgerald. How are you doing, Michael? Doing pretty well. Okay. Good, good, good. And rounding it off in this fire team, we have Ryan. Ryan, what's up, man? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself, man? Good, good, good. Had a good weekend. Um, brother got married. Um did play actually some Destiny today, which usually you can't play Destiny some days, and I was able to get some in before this show. So this is my first time hosting, everyone. If you can't tell, I'm a little nervous, so I may ramble off here and there. Don't be. So You're doing great, buddy. Bear with me. So before we get into Destiny 2 and Beyond Light, I thought it'd be fun to introduce not only our guests, but their guardians as well. So when I call on you, you're going to tell us what your class is, what your subclass is, and your favorite weapon type. And if you have a specific favorite weapon, say that out as well. Um, so Roshan, we're going to start with you. Uh, introduce right. us to your guardian. All right. I have been maining Warlock for a very long time. It hasn't been until Beyond Light that I kind of switched it up to Titan. But I'll say Warlock because I played that the most. I love um, Dawnblade. It's my favorite uh, subclass to be using. And I really like Chaos Reach as well, actually. That's a second. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite weapon type, even though they're not always in the meta, I always really liked fusion rifles, <laughs> even okay. though they're not the best to use sometimes. I don't have a particular favorite fusion rifle weapon, um, but I do like the Jotun from Destiny 2. I know that's can be a little <laughs> of a salty topic, <laughs> that, that particular weapon, but I do like using that one. Hey, as long as it's not Telesto, I'm okay with anything <laughs> you say. I, I, I did like Telesto too, actually. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. All right, Michael, tell us about your Guardian. Uh, I am an OG day one Warlock. Proven for okay. uh, nice. Mostly Dawnblade for a, a two-minute grace. I like playing that support healer role, but I also very much Nova Bomb. That's what drew me to the game in the first place, Space Magic. Mm-hmm. Space Magic. <laughs> Where are Space Wizards? All right, and what is your favorite weapon type? As Scout Rifles, even though they're still not the way they feel in D1, I still love them. Randy's throwing knife was my gun, rest in peace. Sunsetted. <laughs> um, actually, I just got, because I did the raid this week, mm-hmm. and I got the, the hand cannon which I know is not the scout rifle, but posterity. I've been having a lot of fun with that. That's currently my probably my favorite gun. Got you, got you, got you. Right on. Ryan, tell us about your Guardian. I have been uh, maining Hunter since the uh, Destiny 1 beta. Hell yeah. Never really jumped off that. Um, subclass has been Golden Gun since then. Gunslinging it up. My Celestial Nighthawk on getting that big damage. Mm-hmm. And our favorite favorite weapon type would probably be the uh, the slow shooting hand cannons. Gotcha. My favorite one coming back this season. Give me that Hawk Moon. Oh yeah, boys. Um, that's great. So that that's perfect segue to me. I am again OG Hunter 
since day uh let's see i really got hardcore into it taken king but i did play the alpha and the beta and uh night stalker hunter is my subclass of choice just getting all of those traps and everything for everyone being more utility and like ryan my favorite hand can hand cannon my favorite weapon is the hand cannons specifically hawk moon which does return with this season very excited about that but before we get into more about season of the hunt and all that i thought we could talk a little bit about beyond light the latest expansion that dropped about three weeks ago and get our thoughts on that. So starting off, we're going to talk a little bit about the campaign. So for those of you out there that have not finished Beyond Light's campaign, you may want to mute, stop what you're doing, go walk the dogs, go hug your children, whatever you got to do. Uh, because we're going to do some spoilers. I assume everyone here has finished the campaign. Yes. Yep. All yep. right. We're going to start with you, Roshan. What did you think of the campaign? First impressions. Uh- First impressions, I really, I really enjoyed this campaign uh, a lot, actually, because even though she didn't have a huge role in the first game, the Exo Stranger, she's kind of one of my favorite characters from the game, despite her not having a lot of lines. I just found her to be a really cool, interesting character, despite, again, not knowing a lot about her. Yeah. And when Luke Smith kind of said that we're kind of tossing her to the side and not going to be introducing her anymore, I was kind of bummed. So I was super happy to see that she was returning in this uh, expansion. So I was really happy to see her return and darkness as a whole plot point and us being able to wield it has been something that I'm sure many of you guys have been waiting for as well since the beta, since D1, the concept art and all that kind of stuff. So finally being able to have darkness, finally being able to be on Europa was, was awesome for me. I really enjoyed the story. Just talking about the story. I really enjoyed the campaign a lot. Yeah, Luke Smith told us that he has no time to explain why he yeah. has no time to explain. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Uh, Michael, what do you think of the campaign? I thought it was the best lore we've gotten out of Destiny in-game ever. The fact that we're going to a place that was in concept art for original D1 and was amazing. And just everything that they've dropped between the Fallen and Exos and the Bray family is just fantastic all the way around. Gotcha, gotcha. Ryan, what what are your initial thoughts? Initial thoughts are I really enjoyed the story. It was super fun. I again getting to go to this planet that we've only ever heard of, especially as being an exo this entire time was super cool. Seeing where all of that kind of stuff came from and a little bit of that. My only major thing with it is that it followed the same I think we lost Ryan there for a sec. Um, oh, am I Ryan, we, we lost you there for a sec. Hello? Yes, we can hear you now. Can you guys hear me? Okay, okay. Um, I just think my only uh, problem with it is that it felt like it, it felt like it just followed the same beats as Forsaken of here is a new type of oh, I can't think of them. Uh, fallen, fight them. I'm not against mm-hmm. that. The Fallen are my favorite enemies to fight, but it felt very similar to that of like it's four big bads, take them out, and you fight the final one. Yeah, um, I totally agree with that. I, As I was playing, I'm like, man, this is really feeling like Forsaken right here. And while it is cool to have that whole fighting the lieutenants feel like in Crackdown before you take down the big boss or whatever, that, that always felt cool. But yeah, I definitely felt as though they retreaded some steps 
uh, with this one. Um, I thought Aramis was cool in and of itself. No pun intended for us being on Europa. Um, but I feel as though this is one of the weaker stories we've gotten. Like, I feel as though Aramis was just there to give us darkness powers, nothing else. Um, and they could have gone heavily more into the fact that I did like, uh, let me rephrase that. I did like the fact how they show like that little cutscene of how the traveler left the fallen homeworld. They're like, whoa, 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 where are you going? And then that kind of leads to that whole hatred thing that they have, um, the fallen half of the traveler. So that was very nice. Uh, I just felt as though they did retread some stuff. Um, but I agree with Michael. I think some of the end game things that they threw into this is outstanding. I thought it was really nice of them to bring in more story stuff after the raid was completed. Uh, last time we got something like that really was Forsaken with the Dreaming City and the Curse. Um, so it was nice to see something like that again. And um, let me see here. I got to look at my notes again because we're doing this out. Oh, let's go into Europa itself, which I feel as though is the star of this new expansion. So, uh, Roshan, what are you? What are your thoughts on Europa in um, relation to other Destiny expansion, uh, Destiny planets we've been to? Okay. What do you like about it? Um, I really like the dynamic weather that they always have been teasing us with with uh before the expansion that it released um i remember hopping onto my sparrow during a blizzard and me literally being pushed across the map and not being able to move forward because it was so windy on the planet thought that was really cool um i love it some areas do look a little samey because it all is all snow but yeah. the brave facilities when you go underground and you see that aesthetic it looks so cool and seeing the dead exos all over the place that is probably my favorite part of the planet is the the exo facilities and stuff like that um titan that planet that we were on before that was has disappeared since because of the darkness and dc dcv the destiny content faults and all that stuff my favorite parts on that planet were the clovis bray facilities and on titan that was my favorite places as well i don't know if it was Clovis Bray, but there were some other aspects of that planet that were very similar to this Clovis Bray area that I really liked on that planet too. So I just really liked that aesthetic. Um, and yeah, I, I loved um, the AI head near the end of this campaign, being able to actually talk to him as well. That was really cool. So as Michael was saying as well, the the lore that's finally delivering in this expansion is really cool. Yeah, I agree with you. Definitely the Exo facility is probably my highlight of Europa. Uh, it's just so cool just having the frozen wasteland mi- mixing it with the futuristic setting of the Exo facility. It's fantastic. Michael, what are your thoughts on Europa? I really, really wanted to shoot him in his big, giant, stupid head. <laughs> I just want to put that out there first. I was like, I tried so hard, but no. Uh, I I echo a lot what was said. Um, it Titan was a place that had all that cool archaeology and all the on this part, and I think they finally realized what they wanted to do with that, with Europa, with all the Vex structures underneath, and finding out the lore that Corvus may be responsible for the Vex being in our system in the first place is awesome, Mm -hmm. and just like all those Vex structures trapped in ice. Uh, I was actually kind of a little disappointed, and I hoped the raid was going to bring more changes to the map versus just like that one section that hey your stasis is a little more 
powered and you get it back quicker. I mean, like Dreaming City had the whole curse week where things changed more dramatic, more dramatic, yeah, more dramatically than what we had mm-hmm. with Europa. But we still don't. I mean, it's three weeks out. There's plenty yeah. of room to add more stuff in there and things to be hidden that we don't even know about. Yeah, I, I, I definitely agree with you there. Um, just, just finding out the lore that Clovis Bray may be the one that started a bunch of crap that goes on in the Destiny universe is, is really cool. And uh, finding out that the Exo Stranger herself is a Bray uh, was was also just so crazy. I, I, I want her and Anna to reunite in a cutscene or something. Just have that. It'd be great. Ryan, what are your thoughts? Uh, about oh, that. Okay. I'm sorry. Uh, have you not got all your stasis powers? <laughs> not yet. I don't have all my stasis powers yet. Okay. So I guess then... I'm missing out on something. You, yeah. You, <laughs> go do that. Okay. All right. Cool, everyone. Yeah. The, uh, doing a great job. I didn't do everything in hosting a Destiny 2 podcast. All right. Lots to do. Uh, past Eric, future Eric, when you're listening to this, make sure you do everything before you host more Destiny 2 stuff. Um, uh, Rai, what are your thoughts on Europa? Probably, other than the Dreaming City, this has been my favorite location in Destiny 2. Okay. I was not a fan of any of the first planets added with D2. And because I didn't have any attachment, like I get why Io is so cool for warlocks and everything. It's like so important to them, but I don't have any attachment to any of those plans. So to get to go here for being an EXO, that's super cool. You get all that lore. I do think the snow dynamicness, the dynamic weather, is very well implemented and not too annoying. There's ways they could have amped this up to where it has just been annoying to walk around that planet, and I just wouldn't have done it. I just teleported everywhere. Act like riding your spare along, and then it just gets dark, and you just start having to like try and push against it. It's so much fun. Um, it's a lot bigger than I was expecting it to be. I was very worried about the size of Europa was going to be much smaller, but it's actually a really good sized planet for Destiny. So I really like it. Yeah. Um, other things I like about it is I feel as though the lost sectors are longer and bigger this time around. Which are nice because, like, going to lost sectors on Earth and Mars and stuff, it was like, all right, I'm done right <laughs> before I even get in. Uh, so I do that. I like also that the patrols are a little bit longer too. Um, that way you can still feel like you're doing stuff without, all right, I killed five Vex. All right, that's it. Um, so yeah, I think pretty, sounds like we're pretty much in a grant that Europa is a pretty neat planet just for lore-wise, and, you know, just right, driving around. The thing I don't like is that all the planetary drop points are, like, in the same area. I would like one where I can fast travel to the top of the map without having to get by Varix every time um, to get on the planet. Speaking of, I can't believe I didn't mention this area earlier, I'm glad my boy Varix is back. I know there was a little bit of a problem with the Prison of Elders that led to Cade 6 dying, so, but... Prisoner of Elders, he's my boy. Oh my god. I spent so much time in Prisoner of Elders just talking with Varix and just <laughs> oh, oh please. So I'm glad he's back. Um I'm gonna take a prominent role. Uh so I guess now we can move to what are our thoughts on Beyond Light updates? This includes, you know, the new darkness powers that we get. So right now with 
what were we, five years into Destiny, and all we had were light powers, thinking all that there is, that's all there is out there. And then all of a sudden we see some pyramids at the end of Destiny 2. We're like, hey, what are those? And the more and more it gets here, we realize, oh, that's the darkness. They're coming back. And now we get to wield it in the form of cool ice. So what is everyone's thoughts on finally being able to wield the darkness? Roshan, what do you think? Uh, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, I, I've only played with Titan. Like I said, I kind of made the switch for this season just to check them out. I like their armor, so I wanted to main them for this season. So I've only really checked out the Titan stasis abilities and a little bit of Warlock I hopped on for a little bit. So Hunter is the one that I have absolutely no experience with. But it for me, it took a, a little warming up to, honestly. I was super excited to get the Darkness subclasses. And when I got it, I enjoyed it. But it did take some getting used to to be able to understand how it all moves and stuff like that. I felt like the previous subclasses I was able to pick up pretty easily and just go with it. And I was immediately in love with it. But with this one, it kind of reminded me of Avengers in a weird way, that game with uh, mm-hmm. like Black Widow, like, She's good when you first start her, but she gets so much better when you unlock the different abilities for her and stuff. And I, I found it very similar with this, where it was okay at first, but when I started unlocking those fragments and the different abilities I could add on, I started enjoying it a lot more. Yeah, I, I, I viewed it as like the light abilities were very much like offensively superpowered stuff, and the darkness is more maybe more crowd control yeah. for what I've been doing. Um, I can really like pinpoint which areas I want to attack or slow down, if you will. And um, yeah, I th- I think it's cool. Like I said, I agree with you. Like with Iron Man and Avengers, it took a sec to figure it out, but once you start figuring it out, it's it's great. Um, Michael, what are your thoughts on the darkness powers? As a warlock main, I finally understand the bane of hunters when you have a ability to throw something. <laughs> and you're not far enough away to do it, so you just end up punching somebody. But then when yep. you throw it, it's like... Uh, I, I agree that it needs to be turned down in Crucible. I very much like it, especially now that I've unlocked a lot of the aspects and started playing around with it more in the tweaking part. Um, the melee, I, I think, the instant freeze in Crucible was a problem, but I don't. the distance still feels weird to me on like, how far you can actually shoot the staff. Mm-hmm. Still trying to get that down to a point of like understanding it, but it's great crowd control, especially to just let them chain from one to another with the freeze aspect on the snap, uh, cold snap grenade. It, I, not so much. It's weird to me that they didn't add any more enemies in the world with it, though. Like I feel like yeah. besides the campaign, you don't ever see anybody wielding stasis, which. Yeah, you make a you make a valid point there. It'd been cool to have um, some more enemies use it. I I guess apparently when you kill the uh, was it the techno whatever Carrix is that what their name is? I don't know. The one with the big backpack. <laughs> yeah, the one with like all the eyes. Okay, yeah, that's Terex. Uh Yeah, and so when you take him down, like yeah, they can't use darkness anymore. It's like oh okay. Um, but yeah, I, I agree with you. I think it would have been cool to have more people use darkness powers. Um, offer that balance. Speaking of balance, I remember when it first launched, yeah, Stasis was very broken and crucible. It was bad. But someone, I saw a great thing on Twitter where someone said where you can take all this time to balance everything or you can still maintain that crazy space wizard fantasy 
of destiny. I feel as though that's what they need to do more, like balance it a little bit, but make sure we still feel like giant space wizard zombie things. So um, hopefully they can get stasis in a right place because it is, it is a great power to use. Uh, Ryan, what, what are your thoughts on stasis? Stasis. It's really fun. I like the way we unlocked it throughout the story. And then now into these later aspects of it, I think it's a really cool way of unlocking it all. Instead of just leveling up, just the way that's all working. I think it's super fun. Um, as mainly a crucible player, I'm a PvP guy when it comes to Destiny. The first week of it was terrifying. <laughs> everyone powered for the story, and then everyone just frozen, and then you just got one hit. Reminded me a lot of a laser tag weekend with the Prometheus lens, where they <laughs> just let us shoot each other that for uh, ten seconds, and you instantly die. Yeah, but um, I think the powers, at least for Hunter, I've tried Hunter and Titan. I've not tried Warlock. I know Warlock is supposed to be the best one. I keep hearing. Uh, Hunter and Titan ones have been super fun. I really enjoyed both of them. That's good. Um, I I had this weird thing where like once you go talk to Zavala and he has that whole thing with you where like, hey, we don't use darkness here. We're still using light. It's it's kind of one of those weird things where you know in Star Wars, most people like stay with the rebellion or the light side of the force. And I'm I'm more like, ooh, Sith side's fun though. It's fun to be a Sith. <laughs> um whereas this one it's like, uh, I'm using darkness just for quests and stuff, but I am of the vanguard. I am the light. I'm gonna be good and everything. So stasis I use stasis I use for all these quests and stuff, but deep down I know that yeah, <laughs> I wanna make Daddy Zavala proud. So I, I do all I can. Um but uh, speaking of some things that people may dis- be disappointed with, uh, what's everyone's thoughts on sunsetting gear? This is really the first expansion where we had this new thing where if you are from a previous expansion of Destiny 2, you're not going to be able to infuse at a higher level anymore. And I know that Bungie said they did this to you know keep the meta fresh. That way everyone's not using the same guns all the time. And I think it's a good idea. At first, I think there needs to be some fine-tuning, which Bungie themselves even said, okay, maybe we were a little harsh with this. Uh, we'll tune back. We'll add some more stuff into it. But, uh, Rocha, what are your thoughts on sunsetting as a whole? Um, I thought it was... I thought it was necessary because I, I do think people, um, including myself, hold on to those guns that they really like and they don't try new things uh, a lot, even though... There, it's because whatever is the best, you stick to it. You stick to the the great weapons, and like Randy's throwing knife, or uh, I'm trying to think of another one, mountaintop stuff like that. You you mm-hmm. continue using them because they're the best of the best. And these workers are putting in hours and hours developing new guns and new designs and all that kind of stuff. And people are just not going to use it because mountaintop is the best of the best. So I understand why they want to get slowly push things to the side and give you some new stuff to try. Um, I think it's a good idea. Um, I, I, I'm always sad to see my favorite weapons go away and I can't use them, but all in all, I, I'm all for new things to be able to use in this game. So I understand it. I, I'm not too bummed out about it too much because I, I am, my whole arsenal is new stuff right now and I'm enjoying all the new weapons that they've implemented in the game uh, right now. And I don't think they should ever sunset exotics. Exotics are just obviously 
yeah. never be sunsetted. But as for legendaries and stuff like that, I, I understand it. And I think new things should be implemented every so often. Uh, you bring up a good point. What are your thoughts on this um, expansion so far? It's weapon pool. Because I've heard a lot of stuff that people aren't really happy with the amount of new gear that we're getting. It's just a bunch of recycled stuff. Yeah, I I, I hear that totally. I would love to get <laughs> more weapons as well. Um, from what we've got, I again, I've been using the new stuff that we've got, and I've been enjoying using the new stuff. I've been using the grenade launcher from Season of the Hunt, um, the special one and the heavy one. I've been having a lot of fun with them. I, I'm blanking on the names right now, unfortunately. Um, the new sword I'm loving a lot. Um, again, mm. yeah. having more stuff would obviously be the best, but I'm, I love the stuff that they have given us but more is always better of course yeah yeah and, and also we can't really discredit bungie here because this is the first expansion true expansion they worked on post activision breakup and they did all this from home so i know they're trying their <laughs> hardest here so I, I think from what we what we have right now i think we're in a good place right now and hopefully it can get more fine-tuned in the future michael what are your thoughts on sunsetting for it or against it uh, for it, but I think they did a little too much with this one, which we've already seen kind of them pulling back and being like, yeah, there's weapons that they're pulling out sunset that shouldn't have been in the loot pool and adding in stuff in the past couple seasons. I did like that they said if you did Last Wish or Garden of Salvation raids, those weapons would still have an extra shelf life. Someone mm-hmm. who has an OG chattering bone from Last Wish that I've used already I was like, yes, at least I still get to hold on to one of my babies. Um, but I'm, I, again, all the new the new weapons are fantastic, especially like once you start getting into some of the raid weapons and the combinations that they can roll on. You're like, oh, okay, I understand why we're getting to this point of we need to, some new blood in here, some new weapons to play around with. You don't want to... Mountaintop just... I love it, but <laughs> it broke the PvP and PvE. People yeah. it was still in every PVE activity. It was used by anybody for dungeons, raids. It's fun running stuff now with different loadouts and trying to figure out how you want to do it. Yeah, it's it's weird. I typically when I hear the words meta, I typically just go straight to Overwatch. And so it's weird to have metas thrown around in Destiny now because usually well in Crucible, it's just like I don't care what I got, I'm gonna come shoot you in the face. And I'm gonna you know throw I went yeah, I'm gonna throw my throwing knife in your uh, in your face, and that's about it. So it's weird to think of a meta in Destiny. So it's I have to think now, which is not that's not a downfall of it. It's just I'm usually just so go go go, and now I have to think about what my build is. So Ryan, with you're the PvP guy, what are your thoughts on sunsetting? First of all, I think that's very funny to you that you've like never thought about a meta in Destiny because to me, Destiny's always been about the meta. It's been Mita Multi Tools Thorns. Last words, stuff like that throughout the end. Uh, icebreaker. Mm-hmm. Gotta love me some icebreaker. <laughs> but um, uh, Sunsetting, I think they did go a little hard with it in this first initial wave, but I think they had to. I think this to get the idea across, like, this is what's happening, all that. I get why so many things went away so quickly. I do see some stuff coming back, and... My biggest problem with it is they didn't add enough to satiate the need. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of the weapons they added in the world 
of the new guns are just reskins of the old guns. Mm-hmm. The straight reskins. And that's a, that's not that great. It is nice to see things like Mountaintop, Claymore, uh, Luna's how gone now that they have been those guns that were monsters gone. But of something they did do really well that I know it's not sunsetting, but is the the exotics this season. Mm-hmm. Exotics finally for the past few seasons it feels like they just haven't been powerful. Like legendaries have been what you want to use and all that. They're cool. Like Xenophage is the last one I can remember that was like a real monster exotic like everybody wanted and needed. Yeah, Xenophage. But, but this season, it feels like every exotic is just back like the old days, where it just kind of broke your character just the right amount, and I've been really enjoying that. I, so I'm, hopefully they never sunset exotics. Uh, I, don't, I don't think they ever will. Sorry, I, I'm just sad that whenever I look at my vault, I see my sunsetted perfect god roll horror story from 2018, Festival of the Lost. And I can never use it anymore. And it makes me so sad. Like the one I got for this year, just it doesn't feel the same. So I, I am so sad. <laughs> and like, I don't want to get rid of them and clear up vault space because I'm too sentimental. Like, I don't need, you, you know, three. Um, uh, God, I can't even think of all the gun names now. <laughs> <after> <laughs> pre- <laughs> There's too many guns. This is why need, they did it. Yeah, I don't need four <laughs> blast furnaces in my vault. So it was uh I, I think it was good. Um just uh has anyone gotten the new warlock gauntlets yet? The one that's basically thorn but in gauntlet form. I have not got it now. Uh my friend got them. My, one of my members of my fire team has them, and they're terrifying. <laughs> I would imagine so. Um, but yeah, I think that that like, was good. Oh, I'm sorry. What? Like, oh, they just literally just gave warlocks just a decaying arm hit. That's that's fantastic. I think it's good because warlocks have definitely got like the short end of the stick when it comes to exotics recently. So I'm glad that warlocks. So, but warlock is my second favorite class to use. So I, I'm glad that they're getting some love. I remember the whole drought when warlocks had little to no exotic boots whatsoever uh so i'm I'm glad our uh icora's children are getting some love um but uh going back to earlier stuff i want to know what you guys think about the destiny content vault because i know this was a big thing they were throwing into this year with like hey mars io titan some raids are gone. They're going away. And I thought it was a very nice, um, it was a practical thing because Destiny was way too big at the time. It was taking up so much hard drive space on anything. And from a thematic point, it was like, hey, the darkness is coming and it's taking away these planets. And so we know the best area ever, Cosmodrome, is finally back. Um, so I'm happy about that. So, uh, Rocha, what are, what are your thoughts on the Destiny Content Vault, and where do you see it going forward? How would you like to see it implemented? Um, I think it's a great idea. As you said, the game was huge at the time, and they don't want to move on to a Destiny 3 right now. I don't know if they ever will, but they want to continue just adding on to Destiny 2. So I think it's a good idea of keeping that uh, idea alive and just taking away stuff that a lot of players aren't playing anymore. And just implementing stuff, either old stuff and or stuff that they weren't playing more, bring it back, and it's better now. 
Um, but I think it's a great idea. I was going into the Cosmodrome was a huge nostalgia trip for me. I oh, remember yeah. going so, around. So and it was so cool, like seeing this. It it's literally the same thing, like the in a in a kind of a good and bad way, where there's certain enemy areas where it's just like four enemies because that's how much they could have held in that space, yeah. I guess. Yeah. But it was really cool to go back to see that space and just see it in this new engine, I guess. And yeah, it was, it was so cool to see that. And that strike as well, which I think they're bringing back uh, Devil's Lair, the Specus. I forget, I don't know how to pronounce the name, but the big servitor. Yeah. From D1. They plan to bring him back too. And of course, Vault of Glass is supposed to be coming back with this. DC. Best raid. I'm so excited for that. So I think it's really cool. Um, and I would love to go back to Venus in general. That's one of my favorite planets from D1. So I hope they do continue with this. Um, and yeah, I think it's I think it's a really cool idea. I understand why people are upset, but I think they got rid of things that people weren't using anyway. So I don't, at the same time, I don't get it. So yeah, yeah I think I, it's really cool. I do miss Titan. I did enjoy seeing all like the waves and stuff on Titan. If there was any planet or anything right. that's sad, I'm sad that's gone is Titan. I did like Titan the most. Uh, Michael, what about you? What What are your thoughts on the DCV? I mean, hopefully the best planet Venus comes back. We've mentioned Fault of Glass. I'm curious if we're going to get that. The rumor is it's probably that it's going to be a portal on Nessus, or it's going to we're going to get it through Europa, go back to it, uh, and hopefully. Secretly, I'm hoping they make a raid jacket for it because I need a Vault of Glass raid jacket as it being the best raid, which was already just previously stated. Um, yeah, I miss Titan too, man. That was such I, I think the planet that had the most wasted potential was Titan. All the stuff that they could have done with that that they just didn't get a chance to, whether it being an Activision thing where they're like, just keep move, making new stuff and move forward. Forget about the old stuff. I'm hoping... The, the raids coming back was, would be awesome because some of those raids are I'm looking at you King's Fall because you were not my favorite uh, but it'd be great to go through with the new abilities and people who never got to experience them. I have friends who started playing D- Destiny on PC and never touched Destiny 1 so mm-hmm. for all the stuff to come back and people to get to experience fantastic moments of those games all, all for it and yeah, Cosmodrome I- coming back was just great to walk through like just I the first day I did it, after, I just walked around. I was like, "Yep, feels like home." Yep, it's, I had so much muscle memory. Even though now I play on PC, I was just like, "Yep, I remember how this feels like going around the Cosmodrome and all that." And um, I agree with you. I think Titan, Titan was just so beautiful to look at. Like I know Io had like the uh, the crazy looking warlock lore and everything going around, but I just loved all the giant waves and just seeing Saturn was always, it was just so cool. And uh, I'm sad it's gone. Hopefully it comes back. Um, I want Dreadnought to come back more than anything. Hopefully with Witch Queen. My, uh, my stepdaughter, every time she would, cause she likes to run off, walk around and play in patrol. She's five, but she's getting the hang of it. She always mm-hmm. picked Titan. That was like her planet that she went to. Mm-hmm. And she was like, Hey, where's, where's, where's my water planet? And I was like, yeah, about that kid. <laughs> <laughs> the Go dark one took it. They have to learn at a young age. The darkness is here. We may get a second collapse. So it's uh, it's happening. But yeah, I want I want the dreadnought back so bad. Oh, let me go find those. Uh, what was it? Uh, calcified fragments all day. (laughs) Let me get my touch of malice (laughs) back. Um, 
<laughs> Ryan, what about you? What do you think about the Destiny content vault? Out of everything they've done this uh, expansion, I think this is the best thing. Destiny was so massive beforehand with literally things that no one was doing. No one was on more during Escalation Protocol unless they necessary. it was necessary for them to do it. Just a lot of these things were cool when it came out, but then got better versions of them throughout the next expansions. Mm-hmm. Like things like the Forge and things like that all got better with Shadow Keep, like the thing on the moon. I can never think of its name. Uh, oh, what is the, the public Keep? event? In... Oh, uh, it's called the, the... Yeah, whatever that is, Alter you do of there. Sorrow, That's... Or is it that? Yeah. Yeah. Those kinds of things are just better versions of the other stuff. So I get why sunsetting it is necessary. And I think they did a really good job of looking at what people play, keeping what people play, and taking away what they didn't. Looking at you, Mercury. (laughs) The worst planet ever added. (laughs) You can ride it. You can't. Yeah, you can't even ride a sparrow on it. You just walk around. Toward the end, you could ride sparrows around it. It would take you five seconds. To get to the other end, but yeah. Sweet. I get to get to that big portal. Fantastic. <laughs> Only good thing it had, it had one of the best public events, but that's beside the point. But no, I think this is a fantastic thing of that they're cutting off the fat basically of Destiny to slim it down a little bit, get a more concise idea for what they want. You'd what players to be playing now, instead of having all these crazy things you can be doing, these are what you should be doing, type deal. And just this can take everything and just give me vault of glass i really don't care i just want to play vault of glass again mm-hmm. like take me back to that time period of my life where i was that comes out that week we are all ready for it and we just get our asses handed to us the first week of vault of glass great memories um i Can't also wait to do it again i also hope they bring back the plague lands because rise of iron holds a very special place in my heart and I I want all the SIVA stuff. Give me all the SIVA stuff in the game, please. I know they said they're probably not going to do it anytime soon, but I want it so bad. Um, oh God, but Warmind is such a good raid. <laughs> um, so let's see here. So it, it sounds like Destiny content. And also, I think it's definitely improved loading times. Oh, like easily, God. like on the PS4 specifically. Um, it used to take so long. Now I'm loading into plants quicker. Uh, I mean, PC was already fast. Now I feel as though it's even faster. Uh, so yeah, I, I definitely think this is such a cool thing. And it's also nice that the directory map looks giving me so much D1 vibes when I go to it. Um, so they're, they're hitting a little bit of the nostalgia you like so much, Ryan, uh, with this. You do love and nostalgia. I, 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 you do love you some nostalgia. So um also another thing i think that is cool is how you can buy all the exotics now with um the content vault some things are gone whisper of the worm um stuff like that and i think this new exotic store is very cool um not though if you're trying to get year one stuff because you need like what coin something with raid things you gotta do raids to get it yeah. And like year three, it's not so bad. So if you're trying to get uh, Ariana's vow or stuff like that, you're you're good. You don't have to do too much crazy stuff. Yeah, um, I actually was uh, messing around with that today. With mm-hmm. the um, I never got a, a fusion rifle that looks like a toaster oven. 
Yotan? Jormin. Yotan. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I have enough for this. Because I completed the one I the coin I got from Zura this weekend. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I'll grab this thing. I've been killed by the law in Crucible. I'll see what it does. I'm like, oh, this thing's really fun. I get it now. Yeah. That's when I kind of dropped off D2 was around the um, that era of... Like the Black Armory? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that did was, a little bit, but didn't stay for it. <laughs> yeah, that was like the first season they ever did, was it not? Yeah, I think so. Like they're they're no longer going to be doing like this expansion thing yeah. like that. Um, so to be able it, to get a gun that I killed with and seen a lot of, but never was able to have a chance to, super cool. I think that'll be really cool for people, and so. It's a good grind, but it's not a terrible grind. I mean, the the raid guns are you need like 150 raid coins, mm-hmm. but other than that, it took me an afternoon to get what I needed. Yeah, I, I think that is great, especially for people that don't have the time to do raids. Uh, to give them an ability to hey, grind this for a little bit, and you have um, you have enough to get a raid gun that you wanted. Um, or something like that, an exotic that you missed. So I think that's really cool. I don't like the fact that I spent so much time trying to get Randy's throwing knife, and now it's sunsetted, and so all that grind I put into no longer no longer matters. So that's <laughs> neat. Um, I do like uh the new pinnacle weapon system now to get uh what's is it called avowed? Is that the new sniper rifle? Oh, ad- adored, adored. That's what it is. So I like the fact that you can choose, hey, do you want this through Strikes, Gambit, or Crucible? And then you start doing the stuff dedicated to that, and you get it looking different. I think that's a pretty neat idea. I did like how each one had its own pinnacle weapon used to. Like, I what was it, Breakneck, the auto rifle from Gambit? Oh, my God, I love that so much. So to see that sunsetted again was upsetting. <laughs> but uh, I, I, think, um, I think this new pinnacle system um pretty cool. Uh so let's uh go forward now into our thoughts about the season of the hunt, our new season that we got right now with our um I don't know if I would use the word friend, the crow <laughs> is back. Uh for those of you who don't know who the crow is, it's one former Aldrin Sov who killed our best friend in the prison of elders. And now we have to work with him. Yay! Uh, so, um, what are your, what are your thoughts on the season of the hunt so far? I, I'm enjoying the story again, speaking just from like the campaign and lore side of it. I'll get into like the gameplay stuff after, but I do like the Aldrin being back, of course, or the crow being back. Mm -hmm. And I love his little ghost companion, uh, Glint. I think his name was pulled pork before they gave him an actual name. I don't know (laughs) where that came from. I think some lore book they call him (laughs) that. But uh, I thought that was really cute. I think that he's really cute as a ghost. He's really adorable. <laughs> I remember when he was introducing himself to us and he was like, yeah, hi, everyone. Kind of like a Peter Parker sort of thing. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I and I really like Crow, actually. Like, as soon as I saw him, like, I just wanted to shoot him in the face again. Yeah. But after doing the the seasonal um, uh, activity... The Wrathborn hunts and hearing him over the comms with Glint, I'm like, this guy is kind of cool and he's not too bad. And I kind of warming up to him. I, I I know what he did was wrong, and I still haven't forgiven him for that. But as a reborn guardian, I think that he's a is he's a cool character. 
And I remember in like uh, reading one of the mission statements before you select the quest to continue, he was like, I don't want to get on your bad side or something like that. And I thought that was a funny little thing because <laughs> as on our bad side, and he just doesn't remember. But uh, um, yeah, I really think that it's cool. Yeah. My, uh, my friend Kayla, who was supposed to be on uh, the show with us, she is the biggest Ultron soft stan I know. <laughs> and so I know she was, she's probably really happy <laughs> that uh, he's back. Um, yeah. So yeah, it, it, it took some getting used to. I love the fact that our boy Spider is back. Yeah. I like Spider a lot. So to be back on the Tangled Shore is great because it is probably still my favorite place in all of Destiny 2 is the Tangled Shore. So I'm glad to be back there. Uh, Michael, what are your thoughts on Season of the Hunt? I like Spider, but does he forget that we tend to kill, like, everyone who wrongs us? He's like, hey, I got this Guardian that you know exactly who this Guardian is. And just so you know, you can't take him to the tower because I may or may not have put a bomb in his ghost. It's like, <laughs> crazy. really, dude? Really? Uh, I, I'm loving the fact that we started off with Osiris, the crow, right off the bat. And we know that season content is going to last a full year now. So this is going to be a full thing reading into Witch Queen of all this Wrathborn hunts and what they're going to add to it. So I'm really excited to see how they pull that story together. And the Queen's going to show up at some point, as she has to. Tang- and it's good to use the old destinations we haven't touched. It's like, going back, I haven't been to the Dreaming City, and I couldn't tell you how long. So to go back there to do the Wrathborn hunts, I was like, oh man, I forgot how beautiful this skybox is and how well they made that work. So hopefully we get to more reasons to go back to these old places that we haven't gone to. Yeah, so yeah. Don't, uh, keep, mm-hmm. don't keep content around if you're not going to use it. Like that, that was the whole. I agree. Forges, everything that we had that was just sitting there. Yep, yep, yep. Brian, what, what are your what are your thoughts on the season of the hunt so far? First off, God, I just want to see it over and solve in the face. God, I'm still salty. There's a hand can to the head, but no, I think it's. I think again, having Spider back, he's one of my favorites. I love the big mob boss idea in Destiny. It's fun. Um, I'm very interested. Okay. Oh, we lost Michael. Oh no, we lost Michael. Everyone, uh, he's gone, but not forgotten. <laughs> uh, I guess. I guess he'll come back on when. Oh, and he's back. Oh, there we go. Uh, we thought the darkness took him, but. Uh, <laughs> He's back. Um, Ryan, continue. Okay. Um, no, I love having Spider back. I probably am going to guess that Crow is going to be, by the end of the next expansion, the Hunter Vanguard. That's my guess. That's where I see this all ending. You've had so many people who could have been, and they haven't. It should have been Hawkorn. It wasn't. Banana Bray, but it isn't. So we need a Vanguard. Like, it just sucks being a hunter right now. We have no one to talk to. <laughs> we just go there and yeah. say hi to Zavala, and he hates us. <laughs> so uh, that's where I see this all going. But um, it's been a good season so far. The hunt is fun. Yeah, uh, uh, when they first announced the season of the hunt, I had I did not care what was going to be about it. The when they told me, "Hey, you're getting Hawkmoon for the exotic quest," I'm like, <laughs> "You have my money already. Like, I will pay all this money just for Hawkmoon." I hope they realize that when I get Hawkmoon, I'm not using any other kinetic weapon ever. I will have Hawkmoon on me the entire time. Um, 
So yeah, I think it's interesting. Uh, Michael brings up a great point how this is going to be year long now. This this could be good to uh, tell some great stories where uh, maybe next season we're dealing with you know scorn issues again, but we still have to deal with the fact that Hive they're coming, they're coming back again because we have to kill the next person in that family tree apparently. So um, I, I'm ready. To, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm ready to genocide. fight Oryx's grandfather next. So um, we'll do that. Um, so last thing about uh, Destiny 2 right now, going forward, what are the biggest areas of improvement that this game needs and where do you see this game going forward from a narrative or from a just uh, gameplay pr- perspective going forward? What, what are your hopes, so to speak? So what, what are the things you need to work on and what are your hopes for the future? Roshan, go ahead. Um, I think they're really on a good track right now with my hopes and what I've always wanted them to do is just a better story and it being in the game because Destiny 1 and part of early Destiny 2, it was just non-existent or it was very limited um, to what you can find in the game in terms of lore and story. You had to leave the game, go on the website, type in Grimoire and there it all, there's where's the story because oh, no. they're so talented over Am there. The they problem some- again? Is, is it messing oh. up? Oh. Yes, okay, again, I think I got Eric. you back. You hear me? Back? Oh no. Oh Uh-oh. god. All right. Oh man, I have to talk to my internet provider tomorrow. <laughs> internet. Internet. His internet. Oh, okay. Intermet. Oh, you're back. Okay. All right, I was just checking. Yeah, sorry about that. Okay. okay. If it happens again, just back out and then come back in. Okay. This will be a fun one to edit, Ruben. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I'm paying attention. I'm not doing time codes, but I'll just re-listen to this. Something about Osiris and... <laughs> are there gods in this? Is this Egyptian stuff? Yes, like, there what's... is. There are gods in Destiny. Oh, God. All right. What Hail about... the big worm god. Wh- where's uh, Nathan Fillion? Where, what, what happened to him? He's dead, Ruben. <gasps> Don't bring it up. Oh, my God. Oh, God. They killed Nathan Fillion? Yes, I mean, well, they killed Nolan North, but was it Nolan North? Or no? I thought it was Nathan Fillion. We we're gonna have a whole episode dedicated to getting you back into Square with Destiny. Ruben. Wait, Don't so am I? Wait, wait, wait. Is Nathan Fillion in this game? Nathan Fillion movie. is no longer in this game. Hold on, I'm gonna. He was in this game. See if that works. Okay. He was Kate. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I, I thought yeah. so. But I think wait, I almost got the mix up with Nolan. Game. When Kane went away, uh, they had Nolan North pretend to be Nathan Fillion doing the voices because I guess Nolan, uh, Kate, uh, Nathan Fillion couldn't do it when they did it. Generic white guys, am I right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You can all just interchange them. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, are you back? You good yeah, to go? I'm here. Okay. Continue, guys. I'm sorry. Roshan, I didn't. I didn't mean to cut you off with my bad no, internet no connection. So please go ahead. No problem. No, I'm just saying that I. it's the story that I just... Uh, and I think, again, they're on a good track. I think the story has been improving with every single expansion. It's been getting better. Um, it's just that I don't want them to go back to the point where you have to leave the game to get the story in. Right now, everything is in the game. The lore is even in the game, the grimoire and stuff like that, because they have such good writers on their team. I just want it to be in the game a little bit more. And, of course, um, content in general is is better, but... Players like me, the hardcore, I'm sure all of us here, 
there's always we always want something to do. And I think this expansion is really good. I haven't run out of things to do yet. I've definitely run out of things to do this soon into an expansion before. So I think they've definitely done a lot better with keeping players like myself uh, busy with um, things to do. And that's that's really all I want from this game is always having something to chase and uh, work towards. So I think they're doing really good with that. So I just want them to continue on that with story and having something meaningful to chase. Gotcha. Michael, uh, same question to you. What do you think Destiny 2 needs to work on right now? And what are your hopes for the future of where this game's going? I think the only thing that I really want them to work on is to give the older subclasses the same treatment they give in Stasis. But I, I do subscribe to the theory that that won't happen until after Lightfall. Because Luke Smith did say there are more Darkness subclasses coming. Mm-hmm. So the running theory is the next two expansions equal the next two Darkness subclasses and they take away our Light ones, which would be Lightfall. Uh, I just I want to continue to see where this goes. Like I haven't been interested to log on weekly and see what's happening in Destiny in a while, and we have a bunch of stuff for to do it for quite some time. Uh, the new raid is fun, and as someone who likes to raid a lot, it gives me a reason to grind for a raid for once. It could repeat through it every time to still get tokens and cash in for a box or try to get a perfect roll on an armor or weapon. Great to have replayability. Content is king. <laughs> um, Ryan, what about you? Same question. I do. Uh, again, as as the uh, resident PvP guy, I would like to see some improvements to PvP, especially with maps and whatnot. That will get hopefully added to the old D one maps. I'd love to see back. Um. But otherwise, I think the story, again, getting actual story in-game is fantastic. We've been wanting this for years now. That is great. And um, again, I have a strong uh, clan that we've been raiding, we raid when it was a new raid for years now. And uh, this raid is fantastic. And I see us running it a lot throughout the next coming weeks to get the guns, the rolls, all that kind of thing. So... They have a good. They have a good gameplay loop again. It was for a while. Destiny did not have that weekly gameplay loop that got me to log on. Mm-hmm. Now they're back to it with this, and that's good to see. So yeah, I'm I'm excited, nervous as always with Destiny Two. It's let me down a few times, so I'm cautious with it. Mm-hmm. But where we're moving right now is in the right direction. I'm excited to see that. Good, good. One thing I'm looking forward to is I'm looking forward to this um, so-called split. Between all the guardians, I'm ready for there to be this. All right, you got Zavala, Ikora, and all them on one side, and you got Eris, Drifter, and Exo Stranger on the other side. And there, there's going to be some tension between them. But like, all right, guardians using darkness, guardians using light. We're going to have some conflict, and I hope, um, I hope they go crazier with that uh, going forward. I think that'll be some real cool content. If I could um, just interject here for a second, that just sounds like you're ripping off Avengers Civil War. I, I mean, Captain America Civil War. Uh, I mean, that the kind of conflict works. Because um, okay. these are characters we these are characters we've had for a long time, so I think it'll be fun to see stuff like this, especially with like going forward. What's the best for humanity? Do we still follow in the light of the Traveler, or do hey, we need to fight fire with fire? 
So um, I think that'll be interesting going forward. I want them also to bring back Red Death. I know we have Crimson, but I want Red Death back. <laughs> um, so let's bring that. I got my bad juju. You will one day see Red Death again. I mean, I'm getting my Hawkmoon back, so I have everything I could want. Uh, so everything's good. All right, so that wraps up our Beyond Light and State of Destiny at the moment. I thought right now, towards the end of the show, we can have a little bit of fun with talking about our personal rankings of all the Destiny and Destiny 2 expansions so far. What are our favorites? What are our least favorites? Uh, Roshan, we're going to start with you. Okay. Um, so am I ranking Destiny 1 and Destiny 2 together or separately? Um. Or if however you want to do it, like what were you, if you want to rank Destiny one and then rank Destiny two, that it it's this is fun right here. So okay. do it how you want to. Okay, so I'll do them separately for okay. Destiny one. I would say Taken King, Rise of Iron, Dark Below, House of Wolves is how okay. I would rank it. And then for Destiny two, I would do Beyond Light. Uh, Shadow Keep, Forsaken, and then Warmind and Curse of Osiris. Those are interchangeable, but I think Curse of Osiris is definitely the worst expansion we've we've got. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, any reason for why Taken King is number one for you? Uh, I just remember having the best time in Destiny during that time with the new subclasses uh, being released. I think that was the first time we got something new like that. Um, I just that time when I was playing Destiny was just my most active. I had a clan that I was with. Uh, I was just playing a lot of it at that time. I just remember having some really positive memories during that time in Destiny. Rise of Iron is just number two because I really liked the Plaguelands. I really liked that space. And I'm wearing my Rise of Iron shirt right now, actually. Nice. I really see it. It's great. Yeah, I like that expansion a lot. Um, but Taken King, just overall, I love the Dreadnought. I love the cutscenes in that, that getting a lot more Cade interactions and just the story in general. I really enjoyed for the Taken King. It was definitely a, a turning point in Destiny as a whole for me. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. That's a, that's a good ranking right there. Uh, Michael, what about you? How, how would you rank the expansions? Um, Destiny 1, has top has to, for me, has to be Wrath of the Machine. As much as... Uh, so Rise of Iron is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, Rise of Iron. Uh, yeah. The Taken King was great, and it did bring us to fair some class, but something about like taking a, the Cosmodrome that we knew and loved and twisting it with siva and the fallen and wrath of the machine was such a fun raid like death zamboni <laughs> just gr- like why but also awesome uh then house of wolves then dark below dark below quota was a f- okay raid house of wolves i actually really liked prison of elders that whole three person i think that was like the precursor to us getting dungeons and what we know now was bungie playing around with that formula there um beyond light forsaken the rest of them are all just kind of interchangeable because it's not I mean, and then curse curse of osiris the bottomest you can make it because good god was that just not fun which made me really sad because Mercury and Fury was always a cool place to go as someone who only went to the lighthouse once in my entire D1 career. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, this would be a great place to go explore. It was not. It was not a good place to go explore. <laughs> Careful what you wish for. <laughs> All right, Ryan, what about you? All right. 
So for D1, it is definitely going to go Taken King, mm-hmm. House of Wolves, Rise of Iron, Dark Below. Okay. Is there a reason why you have and House of Wolves D- above uh, Rise of Iron? I just really like the Prison of Elders. It's I was so just a real good. fan of the Prison of Elders. <laughs> I have so many memories of getting on with my friends back then and just running through the prison, just Open to get some good weapons. Just I mean, also, House, House of Wolves is where they introduced my destiny wife, uh, Petra Veg. Petra Veg. Oh, um, yes. oh my God. <laughs> I, she's not, I can't even pronounce her name right because I'm just so flabbergasted by her. Just she can do whatever. She can shoot me in the face with her sidearm. Okay, fine. this is a PG podcast, please. Let's, <laughs> let's uh, keep PG. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and. <laughs> Then for uh, Destiny 2, it would be Dawn Light, Forsaken, Shadowkeep, Warmind, Osiris. Mm. Just because, god damn, Osiris is bad. <laughs> that's so much. Osiris is such a cool character. Him like doing in multiple dimensions and stuff, that's so cool. The planet was the worst planet I've ever been on. It was so bad. Yeah. And then... Warmind, I don't remember anything about Warmind other than Rasputin woke up. Yeah. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> um, Shadowkeep are just more Hive stuff. I've been burnt out on the Hive for years now. They're, when Destiny, It feels like when Destiny doesn't know what to do, they do the Hive. Is it safe for them, it feels like? That's a good point. And Forsaken and Beyond Light were just... They added two great new areas to the game, and just super fun. I don't know which one I like more at the moment, so I'm just going to go with Beyond Light because it's newer and I have more memories of it at the moment. But those were both fantastic. Um, Alright, so for me, Destiny 1, uh, I'm going Rise of Iron first, uh, then Taken King, then House of Wolves, and Dark Below. Rise of Iron, just the Iron Banner is my favorite part of Destiny. Just all the Iron Lords, uh, Saladin, just hearing his voice makes me happy because it's the same as Reaper's voice in Overwatch. So um, Iron Banner is my favorite multiplayer mode ever in any game whatsoever. Um, so Saladin is Reaper? Yeah, the same actor. They even had a thing I... where if you went on like a 20 kill streak uh in like d2 first year or something i don't know if they still do it now uh if you get a 20 kill streak you'll hear uh saladin over the comm go die die <coughs> sorry sorry about that um so uh, <laughs> it's great like i, I love never knew every- that that's super cool yeah i love everything iron banner rise of iron plague lands was great uh i loved it so much um taken king there's no nothing more to say about taking king i remember that first mission when eris was like fingertips on the surface of my mind and then when she was like he is here and then you see oryx i'm like oh oh this is getting good um and then house of wolves you know he's here yeah prison of elders great uh more moon stuff for dark below uh fun I remember all the hype around Dark Below. It's like this is the first big expansion. I think what was it? PSX. They showed Dark Below stuff in 2014. It I thought was that PSX, was PSX, yeah. Um, 
Destiny 2, I have Forsaken as number one because that was just Western. That's the Western Destiny stuff I wanted, like revenge stuff. Um, Ace of Spades is probably my favorite hand cannon behind um, Hawkmoon. So it was great to have that. Uh, then I would go Beyond Light right now because I think it's in a good place. Um, Shadow Keep, although I did not like Shadow Keep that much. I thought they did a lot of bad stuff with Shadow Keep. Like having all the armors and weapons, how you got all those, didn't really care for it. Um, I thought it was probably the worst um, break off from campaign in to, hey, go complete the raid that I've seen. Like I was playing, I was like, oh wait, is the campaign over? I had no idea. Um, so, and then I would have Warmind because I love my Anna Bray. She's great. Uh, and then Curse of Osiris, we don't really need to say more about that. Um, Brother Vance is a bit of a creeper. He's he's very creepy. Um, so that's how I would rank mine. Uh, final question. What is y'all's favorite Destiny 2 moment so far? Favorite Single Destiny. moment. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> or, Sam, we're going to start with you. Oh, God. I'm trying to think. Uh... My favorite Destiny 2 moment, uh, I would have to say probably all of the, the beginning of Forsaken, I guess, would be with mm-hmm. Kate and raiding the Prisoner of Elders with him. That back and forth that we had with him was really fun. And ultimately, obviously, it wasn't fun by the end of that. That ended very sadly for everybody. But um, I would say that, that Forsaken's first mission was one of my, one of my favorites, favorite moments. Gotcha. That's it's a great moment, uh, Michael. What about you? What's your favorite single Destiny Two moment? I'm gonna. It's also from Forsaken, but I think the first time you get to do the Prison of Elders strike, and they you're running through the, all the the gates, and then they pull you up into the final room Coliseum, and you're like, "Oh, we're doing this," and just <laughs> yep. running through and doing the bombs and getting to fight the boss and thinking that's it, and it's, nope, you go to the treasure room and here's the second boss. Like that was just nostalgia wave over me in the best way possible. I was like, this was so cool. And it made me want him to bring back the reef and actually bring back Prison of Elders with maybe Varric's back we get. Hopefully. Hopefully. Prison of Elders would be a great return. Varric's gotta do something. Uh Ryan, what about you? What is your favorite single Destiny 2 moment? Probably first couple weeks of the game out. Me and my group beating Alice for the first time. That stands out. Getting to go to the treasure room, all that. That stands out very much in my head of just, that was like the core group of guys. We've been playing D1 forever. So to get to do, move on to this game was super fun. Yeah, probably that. First raid moment in there. Because I just always remember the endings of raids so well. Gotcha. Um, My favorite would be the second mission of Destiny 2 when you get your powers back and then Ghost finally says eyes up guardian and then you just go ham on all those all those uh cabal and everyone that comes shows up ah uh, or is it fallen either way people died because i got my powers back so i think that is my single favorite destiny <laughs> 2 moment it's just eyes up guardian that. eyes up guardian gets me every time um there's, there's another chills. one that i just remembered that was actually from this expansion um, I'll just if anybody hasn't done the mission yet, I'll just say Drifter Ghost, and that should 
Oh, Drifter Ghost was great. I just did that today. I just cool. I just did that quest. Mm-hmm. I, I, it was great. It's really good. One of the Bungie guys tweeted out about that, that that's the entire reason that happened is because of the COVID thing and they could not get oh, no. Drifter's voice actor to do it. And so they actually were like, well, what if we just have Nolan North do it? And he did it so well that they actually had to ask him to dial it back. <laughs> like, so I was yeah. like, that's so, like that audio has to exist of him doing full on Drifter well, and I need to hear it because that's just awesome. Um, I will say this one more thing. There is something that Marvel's Avengers does better than Destiny 2, and here it is. So in Marvel's Avengers, when you have to fight all of those bosses again, the reason is they're clones, and they're cloning them. So there's a thematic reason. In Destiny 2, when I'm redoing all the Empire hunts and everything, it's like, wait, I already killed them. Why? Mm-hmm. They're here again. I guess I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. I thought you so, were going to say... Face the- magic? The one thing that Avengers does better than Destiny is fail. Oh, well, hey, Destiny 1 was in a bad place at one time, and it came back. So I have hope for you, Marvel's Avengers. One day, you'll be great. I do, too. Um, So anyway, that concludes our first episode here for the Penultimate Conquest special Destiny episode. Um, thank you guys for joining me. It was fun to talk Destiny with y'all for a little bit. So right now we're going to dedicate this time to plug your stuff, plug everything you got, let everyone know where to follow you, where to find you. Roshan, we're going to start with you. Where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Roro. It's R-A-U-W-R-O. And on Wednesdays, I do a podcast with Daniel Prindle. Uh, we record on YouTube. If you just search up Podcast PXN, you can find us there. I just listened to his most recent episode. It's really good. You guys should go check him out. Fantastic work over there. Michael, where can the people find you? You can find me on the Twitter at Sigh of the Torrent. C-Y-E of the Torrent. And bonus points if you know where that's from. Hint, very old anime, because I am an old man. Uh, I was going to say Destiny. But I guess that's not right. <laughs> Other than that, uh, just playing a lot of Destiny. That's also my PSN name, so feel free to add me. I raid a lot. All right. Always good to find new raid partners. Uh, Ryan, what about you? What do you got to let the people know? Uh, you can always find me, like usual, on Twitter at RyanTheLion3055 for all your hot takes and whatever else I'm up to that week. All right. And remember, you can find me, Eric C. Ginn, on Twitter. And for the Penultimate Conquest, you can search for it at Penultimate Conquest on Twitter as well. Just a reminder for everybody, next week we are recording our Miles Morales spoiler cast, where we're going to go into everything about the game. Really looking forward to that one. Talk Spider-Man. And then on December 14th, we're going to be recording our Game of the Year podcast. It's going to be a trash fire because we're already having arguments of what counts as a game. Such a trash does Persona, fire. Does Persona 5 Royal count for Game of the Year this year? I think it does. Yes, but it does. that's an argument for another day. It's not it really does. an argument. It's just, yes, it does. Again, thank you guys for being here. Thank you for being gracious. My first time hosting. Um, I'm looking forward to talking more Destiny in the future, and hopefully Ruben lets us do this again. Absolutely. Because Destiny is great, and we need to get him more on it. So, until next time, see you later, Guardians.
Bye.